0: Uh, oh pop. I got a live one here b <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. Saturday. laughs>
1: Sweet sassy Molassie, What's up to all our sidekicks and henchfolk out there in the Geek Nation? You're currently tuning in to the Cult Pop Podcast, episode 788. I'm your host, Johnny Destructo of Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex, located at 4327 Main Street, Philadelphia, PA. A super rad shop, which caters to nerdy and nerd-adjacent individuals of all shapes and sizes. Joining me this week
0: is Rob Patey. Howdy! Thank you for having me back once again.
1: And Brian Lee. Hi. Thank you. Um, uh, we're going to do different stuff now. That's the thing. We're doing it's different. It's all new, all different. Like, like, like um, butt stuff. But we're going to be doing all, all, all butt stuff.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: just ask. Uh, we just are just changing things
1: up. We are changing things up a tad. We're gonna So we used to do weekly comic book reviews, but uh, we found that was getting a little boring. We were just bored. So now we're gonna do different shit. Um, you know, uh, we were doing weekly comic reviews and then people, if you're not caught up on your weekly to read stack, like if you're a couple issues behind, then you kind of have to skip the show because like, oh, I haven't read the newest issue of Amazing Spider-Man and they're gonna spoil it for me, so I better tune out. So. Yeah, we were getting tired of it. People weren't able to tune in and keep up with it, so we thought let's change it up. Uh, we're gonna still have sort of what we're what we've been doing this week, um, and that can include comics or movies or video games or anything that we're not discussing as the main steak and potatoes of the show that week. Um, but we're also gonna be doing movies. Like, there's gonna be uh, tonight. We're gonna talk about the many deaths of. Layla Star, which is a comic book series that uh, finished up this past year, and it's by Ram V and Felipe Andrade, and we're going to be talking about uh, the whole story. It was five issues, and it's a trade paperback, and we're going to be talking about that as the meat and potatoes of tonight. Hmm. But before we do that, we're going to read some emails, and we're going to talk a little bit about what what we've been up to this this past week. A little bit of chit, a little bit of chat. You're going to love it, uh, or else. Um, if you want to join us do it comment below uh, that's half of the fun is chatting with the folks down in the comments as long as you're not jerks uh, for instance christopher goodnight is in the comments saying guess who's back back again saucy's back tell your friends okay. um, holy you shit it's it. optimist douche
0: the name that will never die that's right <laughs> How do you feel about that, uh, right? How do I feel about that? I wish I made better choices 12 years ago before it got published to millions.
1: Yeah. Same. My uh, Our podcast used to be called uh, Pop Tards. Mm. <laughs> uh, I've since grown as a person, and
0: it's no longer Some called things that. just don't age well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, and Robert Monroe Jr. is in the comments saying, good evening, Colt Poppers. Good evening. Oh, hey, Rob. How's it going? Um. So, like I said before, we get into uh, what we're going to be discussing or what we've done this week. We're going to do uh, emails. We've got an email, and I'm going to read it to you. Mm. Actually, no, no, no,
0: that and wrong show. Wrong show. <laughs> wrong, okay. show. wrong show. Sorry.
1: Uh, so Christopher Goodnight. Although you you, you wouldn't know it because it's another email from Christopher Goodnight, who used to write in My back then. Time, yeah. Long long time uh, listener of the show. So I misspoke is the name of the email, and the email, uh, uh, what's it called? The, the body of the email says, yes. it's not just Sorrentino that is carrying Lemire, it's the artist he collaborates with overall. So he had written in previously and said that um, Andre, um, what's that guy's name? Uh, Sorrentino. I can't remember his first name. Andreas. Andrea. Andrea Sorrentino Andrea. was carrying Lemire. Um, and we were all like, Bleh! Lemire has like plenty of, of books going on. Um, and is quite prolific, and uh, not, uh, no artist is carrying him. So mm-hmm. he's clarifying. It's not that Sorrentino is carrying Lemire. It's all of the artists he collaborates with. I loved Alex Maleev's work in Daredevil, so it makes sense that I love Sorrentino's work on Gideon Falls and the Bone Orchard stuff so far. I also enjoy Dustin Wynn's art in the Descender, Ascender stories, and Little Monsters, but in all those, I don't think he stuck the ending. Time will tell on Little Monsters. With Primordial, I was bored to tears so much that I didn't even finish it. I sold my issues, along with a bunch of other stuff I was done with, to the local half-priced bookstore before I even finished the issues I had bought. And yes, I too thought Cobra's son was the father. Mainly because he wasn't there in the stands and the mom said he had to work that night maybe we will get some twist that the father was already working for the necromancer and the necromancer arranged his death with him and Cobra's son have nothing to do with each other, but it felt very suspicious that he wasn't there in the stands. I have absolutely I have not no read that idea. Book. I don't know that one either. No idea what that last yeah. paragraph is about. Hmm. Uh, was it about primordial? What is this? I don't even know. I would assume, Christopher,
2: Co- what is it? About? Cobra
1: son. No idea what that is. But yeah. anyway, that's that email. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he wrote in uh, today. Yes. So why not? I'll, re- I'll read that too. Yeah. Uh, Once Upon a Time is called. So I've been listening to the post-show recaps Lost Pod, and I would com- completely forgot about the Once Upon a Time connection.
2: To the show Lost.
1: I'm... Oh, Lost! Lost I show. see. Yeah, Post-show yeah. recaps Lost yeah. podcast. Yeah. Lost the television show. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. You Jesus Christ. The showrunners were staff writers on Lost. There it is. One of the leads guest starred in the season three finale, and there is at least one Mr. Clucks reference in Once Upon a Time. So it got me rewatching the first season of Once Upon a Time, and it made me wonder, is it far enough away from fables for Once Upon a Time to be considered its own thing? Sure, the network originally wanted to make fables, but decided on Once Upon a Time instead, maybe to save money on royalties. They still bought the rights from him, I believe. But aside from one of the main characters being Snow White, and the idea that fairy tales are real and live in our world, Once Upon a Time and fables are vastly different. Which begs the question, how much of a difference can a show have and still be considered an adaption? Runaways changed enough that it could have been its own show, but it kept the name Runaways. What's the line, where's the line, between adaptation and ripoff? adaptation and rip-off? Chris saying saucy goodnight, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still hold it against one upon a time, Once Upon a Time, because uh, I had heard that Fables was gonna be a show and I thought that would be really cool, and then Once Upon a Time came out and I said, what the dickens is this? This seems like it's just a rip-off of Fables. Turns out that's exactly what it was, and I still haven't forgiven them. Um, but that's a great question. Uh, Rob, I'm going to throw it to you first. Where's the line between adaptation and ripoff when it comes to a show uh, and how close it is to the source material?
0: Well, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think he did get paid royalties for that. I think the story was that Willingham went in and pitched fables, and they did not want to pay royalties for it. So they said, thanks, but no thanks. And they couldn't have as dark of undertones as he had in fables for Once Upon a Time. Because, you know, I mean, can you say then that Grimm was also a ripoff of Fables? Remember, the, does anybody remember right. the show Grimm? I do. Uh, yeah. yeah, I watched that show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the lead actress on it is now on Superman and Lois. Yes, she's, playing she's, Lois. She's Lois, yeah. Bitsy yeah. oh, cool. Fits, something. I forgot her Fitsy last name. Bitsy Tullock. Oh, Although Tullock. I think she changed it to Elizabeth.
2: that's uh, uh, it Yeah, She's also a. in The Artist. She had a small role in The Artist.
0: Oh, did you, Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, where is the line? That's for lawyers to figure out. I mean, there's, it changes enough. I mean, there is parody law in the U.S. So you can, I, I use it all the time for marketing, um, where I'm always doing kind of like cutesy little zeitgeist off of existing things. Um, so, I mean, you you can get away pretty far with taking from something from a legal perspective. Runaways, I don't think Runaways was that different. Runaways, the story changed. The story evolved. But the core characters were the same. They kept all the same themes. And they wanted to keep the name, obviously, because they would pull in all the comic nerds. And I think that's the only people they did pull in. That's why it only lasted three seasons.
2: Um, I think uh, from a perspective of uh, artistic integrity kind of thing, Uh, Can it be considered its own thing? I think maybe there's an issue in our current society in the way that we look at the transmission of stories and information which are um, codified by necessity, you know, and uh, commercialized by necessity for people to continue to do those things, where we worry a lot about is something a ripoff of something else rather than – The way that human stories have been told for many thousands of years, which is, oh, I heard this story. I'm going to tell my own slightly different version of that story. Hmm. Or, you know, yeah, you know, there's this story, but I added this thing in. Or, right, um, even in other places, like in Japan, I believe copyright law is such that you can't reproduce somebody else's story. But every version of the Power Rangers that came over here, I think, was made by different companies Hmm. with... No need to pay the original companies who came up with the Power Rangers um, for the idea of the Power Rangers. They could tell their own story. Um, there's problems with that because the only reason that artists can continue to be artists for a living is that people pay them for their work. But it does bring in some negative yeah. stuff um, in that it's less of a free evolution of story and idea. Um, In this case, I saw Once Upon Upon a Time. I haven't read Fables. I really enjoyed Once Upon a Time. I thought they nailed their season ender and then a little cliffhanger tease for the next one so that it was satisfying but still showed you. So there's some artistic merit that is all its own, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think it sucks that Disney, a major corporation, would take somebody's idea... And then not pay for it. I don't know if they're similar enough to can be considered that.
1: No, you know? Not really. No.
2: Yeah. And there's also the case where like there's multiple unpublished books that refer to non-magic users in England as muggles that were written at or around the same time as Harry Potter, right? So to a degree, ideas are around and we're all drawing from the same sources, and many of us come up with, you know, kind of similar things. Like Dennis the Menace, like we've talked about on this show before, or Calculus, right? Which is
1: insane. Yeah. Yeah, right?
2: It's insane. And then there's other stuff like Deep Impact and Armageddon, right? They were both probably sort of inspired by a similar thing. And then came out around the same time, I would guess, right? Well, I, yeah, that I, time
1: I, that the Earth was hit by a comet.
2: Yeah, you remember that. And then
0: two yeah. movies were made about it.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's also, I
0: mean, don't forget about insider information. I mean, that's where you saw a lot of cross pollination sure. of comic ideas back in the day. Because all those guys, I believe, went to the same deli. When Marvel right. and DC right. were back in New York, they were all going to the same deli for sandwiches. Right. And just talking about, hey, what are you working on today? But
2: And now, then they would take it wise, back
0: and add a twist to it. Mm. Hmm. But like you
2: mentioned, I I don't know, but I had the impression that the Captain America and Batman stories, which were so similar to each other, where they both appeared to die and were actually thrown back in time, and you knew it from the beginning. I think in Captain America too, yeah. But the characters didn't know it. I don't know. I always just kind of figured that just happened to be the case with the two of them. Who knows? Yeah. You
0: know. Aww, you're adorable. Well,
2: but in the sense of that stuff happens. You know,
0: well, I think I think it's a sense of they know what the other one is doing and says, oh, shit, we better have the time. Now, that could be, too. And Marvel did certainly
2: seem to publish a lot of things right after DC in those days. Identity Disc, you know, I was
1: about to say Identity Disc,
2: which had nothing to do with the title, as I recall, from the
0: one issue that I read. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, well, yeah. and every days, time I come across that in my back issues, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, oh. uh,
0: these yeah, days, uh. I mean, these days it's even more nefarious because everything is controlled by search engines, right? So you want to get keyword juju and keyword juice, you start looking mm. at what's trending from a keyword perspective, and you immediately grab onto that and make your own thing out of it. Happens all mm. the time in business to business marketing. Yeah. It's even. I,
1: I don't think Brian being a Jew has anything to do with it, but.
2: Who said? Oh well.
1: He said G- you G- never G- know.
2: G- <laughs> <laughs> that's two. That's two times the amount of Jews normal.
0: <laughs> Wait, I, the, yeah. I were, that's 20? when it really that, gets going. I thought there were two In of something. you there. I'm
2: sorry. I'm a larger than life presence,
1: right? Uh, uh Oh, Brian, do you have one?
2: Do I have one?
1: Do you have an answer?
2: Uh, I want. Well, no, I think that pretty much encapsulated. I guess my answer is. Yeah, it's cool. It sucks yeah. that we need to live in a capitalist world that yep. Bill Willingham kind of got screwed out of something, maybe. But not.
1: Um, I mean, he did, listen, don't don't make that face, Rob. Uh, if you were Bill Willingham and you went in for a meeting with uh, sure. Disney or whomever, yeah. and they looked at your property, which had been running as a comic book for quite a while and sure. it was very popular, and they said, we want to do that. And you said, "Great, here's what it costs." And then they didn't do that, and instead came out with Blah Bladies
0: project. But you'd be kind of pissed. But you and I both sit here and agree that they are not that similar. And who owned these characters originally? So no, like, there's, sure. no, there's no there's nobody no, there's actually. No, well, yeah, right. Because of um, they went <laughs> you know, in public. Agree, brothers, probably, public. either. Yeah, yeah. It's, public, it's public domain. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. but it's you know there's no Big B Wolf was there any Big B Wolf in No no there's no that's pretty And there, so the, to the
2: two fables. And what sort of character is he? He's like kind of a detective private eye kind of guy. You
1: are yeah. a detective yeah.
2: Nothing. I mean okay. So the lead character is a some kind of detective for the police who decides? I think to leave that role when she finds out that she's Snow White's That's daughter. That's
1: true, right? Yeah, she was, wasn't yeah, she? She was a detective. Oh, ah, yeah, she, she might was. even they be the sheriff of that
2: town. Yeah, Yeah, it's possible. Shit, you might be.
1: It's been so long since I watched it. My my god, was it that long ago that I watched it with my ex-wife? Um, I mean, yeah, I was like uh, we watched years the first season. And we got actually we got actually kind of uh, involved in it. We were like, oh, that's actually not so bad. Yeah. Even though every every time I was grumbling, um, uh, but you know what, what? Oh, I know what it did it. I know what got me into it. The actor who played Stiltskin, yeah, who I knew Robert from Carl Train Lyle. Spotting. Yeah,
0: he's awesome. Oh, he was so awesome good. in it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's why I, I remember. That's why I stuck around yeah. for him.
2: And Sebastian Stan, whom I had completely forgotten about, shows oh, up. What? He plays yeah. a character that you probably remember, just don't know it's him. I think he is. Oh, he was the Mad Hatter, I think. Oh, no shit. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's neat. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, great email, Christopher Goodnight. Wonderful question. Thank you so much. Uh, Robert Monroe Jr. is down in the comments saying, I finally caught up with John Ridley's Black Panther. I binged all seven issues and really enjoyed it. I don't know why people are so negative about it. Uh, Rob, I have not heard anybody being negative about it. I've only heard good things of John Ridley's Black Panther. Yeah. I like John Ridley quite a bit. And, um... Uh, the first issue of his Black Panther run I thought was awesome, but just due to time constraints, I haven't kept up with it. But it's always been on the back of my, uh, it's been on the back burner for me to revisit. Um, so, hey, hey, Brian, go ahead.
2: Hi. Oh, um, Hi. I just wondered if I could bring up a corollary to uh, Christopher St. Saucy Goodnight's question in the terms of an adaptation that adapts something so far away from the original that. They are two completely different things. I'm thinking right now specifically of Lucifer, where oh, God. it is. I enjoyed it. I didn't watch it for a long time because I was like, "This is completely different." And mm-hmm. I love the original Lucifer, and I don't want to watch this because they're not adapting this uh, the story at all. Um, but it is something that when I tell people about Lucifer the comic who know the show, it's difficult to be like, "Yes." That came from it in the sense that the name and the, n- and the name of one of the other characters is yeah. the same. And they're so different, maybe it would be easier if they were just two completely different things that just even didn't have the same name. And you could just be like,
0: oh, yeah, they're... They're related
2: if you want to tell somebody yeah. trivia. But then, you, but then um, you couldn't
0: have had the crossover with Lucifer appearing in Crisis on Infinite yeah. Earths. On
2: the you know what? CW. I'm not even suggesting that I really want that. And that's actually, Rum is what got me to watch it. I saw him I in Crisis on Infinite Earths and I was like, that guy was fun. Yeah. I should check this out. And then he was fun for the whole show. Um, and uh, I'm glad that I watched it. But, yeah, it's like, should that even be considered an adaptation? And I think... No. It, it, only in the loosest of senses, and I tend to—I just say no. It's not, no. you know. No, yeah. the
0: story is completely different. Yeah,
2: completely different. The characterization is completely different. The you know the the way the story unfolds is different. Yeah, it's
1: it's totally different. Uh, Chris says, uh, "Speaking of Once Upon a Time." There was a character who was the sheriff who was similar to Bigby, who everyone thought was going to be the Big Bad Wolf, but it was a hurry, red herring. Mm. And yet Emma Swan was a bail bonds person who mm. takes over as sheriff when he leaves. Mm. So there you go. Indeed. Thanks, Chris. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so uh, what you been up to this week, huh? Yeah. Is the name of this uh, part of the show. Brian, hey. I have one question for you. What is, the, and that, is, what is that
2: question? GD.
1: What you been up to this week, huh? Well... Oh, oh, uh, Let me
2: think I was watching Westworld Um, I caught up on Westworld by watching the uh, most recent (laughs) episode Since the last week that I had watched it Um, And I'm digging it I really enjoyed the first season Since then they have moved away from Westworld So you don't get the cool look of that Which I'm not a big western movie fan But it's some cool looking scenery And um, it sets a cool mood for the show um, and they've moved away from their like initial idea introduction, which for a lot of big idea shows is like, that's the coolest thing. Um, I felt like last season they'd kind of, eh, it was a little slower. They were almost entirely in the regular world and I'm like, I'm still interested, but yeah, like those, the hosts, the, the Android, uh, characters bring their agenda out into the, out into the regular world. And um, the guy that plays Jim Gordon in Batman is in it. Yeah. He's amazing. This is where I first uh, got to know him as an actor. As an actor. <laughs> and um,
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Not just as a lover, but as an actor.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 And he is always honest in the bedroom. No yeah. acting. So uh, what was I saying before? am <laughs> saying.
1: Did you see, like Westworld?
2: Season three had a bit of a slump, but season four has really picked it up a lot more, I think. Um, so we're a few episodes you, into that, and I'm
0: Do it. you think that's in part because now they've gone to another West World? that's set in gangster time New York, 1930s New York? I don't. No? I don't. Are you watching it also, Rob? I am.
2: Yeah. Um, no, I think a lot of the cool stuff that's happening this time is in the real world, but I also do like having one part of the story taking place in another you know, another recreation type world. Yeah, me.
0: yeah.
2: Um, and uh, I really like Bernard's thing. That's the guy that uh, played Jim Gordon, whose name escapes me now. Although I'm Edgar. Edgar,
0: I'm Edgar Wright.
2: Edgar, no, uh, that's the director. It's uh, something else. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. There you go. Um,
1: Jeffrey Wright.
2: Yes. Yeah. Jeffrey Wright. You're right. Um, he's right. Hey, the. Uh, uh, he's. I really love this idea that they've got with him Where he has been exposed to An extraordinary amount of possible ways That the situation in the world could play out yeah. And so he's a precog In the sense that he knows Various probabilities And yeah. when this thing happens this way Instead of that way It like closes off a bunch of things And then it narrows down and he has to navigate cool. this. Yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting form of him knowing what's going to happen, where uh, presumably at some point, I don't, I don't know that he'll get one wrong, but something that he, a way that he doesn't want it to fold, unfold will happen, yeah. you know. Of oh, Of course. Um, well, of course. <laughs> but uh, he's got to stay on this path. And um, it's, it's very cool. And it's fun having a character that's like, this thing is going to happen.
0: The, you know. the, only, the only thing that – I just don't get Aaron Paul's role on all this. Like, I, I, I follow the narrative. I follow the story. He just seems so out of place in all of I this. I like
2: him more also this season than last yeah. season. But you're right. He is he is an addition that – it was also odd of them to switch him from being with Dolores to being with Maeve. Yeah. Um, it was just like, oh, he's with, he's with somebody else now. Um, and her deal – she continues
0: to be awesome. She's a well, great I mean, character. Dolores, Dolores is mind wiped at this point, right? I mean, Dolores is, she doesn't mm. know that she is a robot.
2: She does not. Yeah. She does not. And Teddy's there. And we don't know what's happening with that. Yeah. James Monsters. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, all in all, I've uh, been pleasantly surprised with the swing back up into, like, I'm more excited to watch each of the episodes now uh, than I was for the last season.
1: I only watched season one
0: mm-hmm. of okay. Westworld,
1: um, uh, so I've been meaning to catch up. But I we, you know, we season two started and we were just bored, so we stopped. Yeah, yeah. But
0: That's fair. if it
1: gets better, maybe we'll stick with it.
0: Well,
2: I really liked season one. I like season two a good amount, you know, but it didn't have the impact of season one. And then so. If you were bored by the end of season one, then it might yeah. not might you not might, be no, no. your cup of tea. I'm sorry, done. I
1: was bored by the beginning of season two. I got gotcha. The end of season, all okay. of season one was dope. Okay, cool, cool. And then we, we tuned in, we started tuning in for season two, and we were like, ah, I don't know, do we not care as, anymore? Yeah. you might you might
0: yeah. be done. Yeah. You might be done with it.
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, hey Rob. Hey. What you been up to this week, huh? Oh
0: boy, um, I it was last week, but I will tee it up because I know it can give us fodder for conversation. Star Trek: Brave New Worlds, Yeah. Oh, Strange, I New, Worlds? The first Strange New Worlds. Strange New
2: Worlds. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up, Rob. We never talk about Star Trek here. I'm,
0: no, yeah. I know, oh, yes. I know. This is not a Star I Trek. I want to talk movie. about it. Yeah. Um. Amazing. Uh, it's yes. it's taking it's track back to its roots of episodic television. I have enjoyed Discovery. I have enjoyed Picard, though I did not like the last season of Discovery that much. Um it just it meandered too long. It was just mm-hmm. trying. It, it took too long to find the entity and it was sure. so much about the entity. This is this is a punch every single week. It's referential to the original series in so many ways. And I love Will Wheaton's uh, The Ready Room that you watch. Oh, I haven't watched or, any of those. Oh, they're so good. So, so good. Yeah. Yes. I was just actually
2: right before the show, I was watching the sneak peek of season two, but I didn't get to that part yet. But yeah. it's Will, it's Will Wheaton going through the, the show. Yeah,
0: it's, it's yeah. excellent. Yeah. Nice. Because he brings on people and he does behind the scenes stuff and they're just putting so much care and love into it. It's That's just, cool. it's phenomenal. Yeah. Love cool. Anston Mound as um, Pike. Oh he's amazing. has anyone he's watched the such Orville? A Robert Monroe Jr yes. yes, I've watched every episode of the Orville, and I think that's like taking over for Star Trek at this point like it's less funny this season and more way more mm-hmm. profound Just more and sci-fi thoughtful. yeah yeah
2: if I mean strange New Worlds is in is in play um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think the Orville was episodic Star Trek when there wasn't episodic Star Trek uh, for a couple of years, you know? And I really enjoyed this season of that, too. Um, But, yeah, Strange New Worlds. I mean, Pike is great as the captain. He's he's exactly what you want to see. And uh, uh, Discovery, I loved it, too. It's really nice to have single-episode story arcs again in Star Mm -hmm. Trek. Um, Because a lot of Star Trek, I find... The episodes are a lot better than the movies because they're about whatever is happening that isn't necessarily something that's happening to the characters. Right. Um, You know, like in a journey of the characters. It's not that they don't undergo any growth or change, but it's about whatever thing is going on that that they run into, you know? Yeah. Um, And I totally agree about the references. It's like just right and calls back stuff without being – just rip you know nostalgia
0: what did you think of the new um kirk um he didn't scream kirk to me no me neither no you know he
2: was cool he was if i'd never seen kirk before i would have been like all right yeah fine but no he didn't have the kirk like kind of manner the way that ethan peck has spot right? right he's yeah. not perfect but he's really, really good, you know? Yeah. I mean, by perfect, I mean he's not like exactly Leonard Nimoy, but he's – Close enough, he, yeah. He exactly. He brings the Spock thing to it. Um, yeah. Hey, how about those opening credits? When it aired, when it – the first oh, time so and he started good. doing the – the I mean they're awesome. The, the imagery is awesome. But when he started doing the, the speech at the uh, beginning, I was like, all right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah no. I I paused.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was phenomenal! And um, I like how they have, you know, the the different characters. I didn't know that Mbaku, uh, Mbaka, uh, Mbaka. What is his name? The Doctor. Mbaka course, is the guy yeah, from no, Black Panther. Like, no, um, Black Panther. He's actually from two episodes of the original series. Um, really? The original. Yeah, that character is in two episodes. He's in charge of Sickbay when McCoy leaves. Oh, no um, sure. Yeah, which was also way more progressive for a show that I knew was progressive. And did, you I did hear, not know.
0: And did you hear the chief engineer's voice in the last episode? With the Scottish With the Scottish twang to it, yeah. Yeah, that was
2: cool. Um, that was a great episode in general. It was, yeah. um, Seeing the parallels between the two stories and all that stuff. Um, and I love that they can show... Him in their future Starfleet uniform, and we know that's what they get to. You know, there's such a rich yeah. universe that they can show that kind of stuff. Um,
0: oh, the Enterprise B. The Enterprise B uniform.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like that era. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I, I'm, I'm already looking forward
0: yeah, to I just, I can't more wait of it. For- I can't wait for season two, and I love Paramount Plus's promise that we will always have a continual trek on. I'm well, sure. it, they did promise that we'd have a new track every week. They haven't. Yeah, had what's new happening track. now? Uh, lower debt, lower decks is coming back.
2: Okay. Mm. Cool, cool. Yeah, that show's That's great, a great too. Funny show. That yeah. is, yeah, yeah. And it has it is funny liking Star Trek. It's not. It's, it's like not jokes not, that you get if you are into
0: it. it. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's um, great. And Prodigy was phenomenal. Like, I did not think I would like Prodigy, but that's a really good show.
2: You know, I only and saw Prodigy. the first few episodes. It's, it's, a, it's a more geared toward kids, uh, computer animated mm-hmm. one. Oh, Jason Manzukis yes. has one of the lead roles, which yes. I think is great. Yeah. yeah.
0: A guy who would um, not put on a children's show. Would right. Yeah, but right. he's on a children's show. Um, do you want? Do you listen to the podcast with Paul Shear, who's on Lower Decks, um, and Jason Manzukis? How did this get made?
2: No, I know of it you because I've it heard out. Jason Manzukis talk about yeah. it. But
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Mm. I listened to one episode of that, and it was about the uh, Punisher War Zone movie. Oh
0: uh-huh. yeah, I've listened That's to about a a, I've listened to a hundred episodes of it. It's a hmm. it's a it's a good listen. Yeah, nice, <laughs> nice, yeah. Hey, uh, Yeah, I
1: watched one episode of Strange New Worlds. Uh, we keep meaning to catch up with it, and we just haven't. Mm. Uh, we keep getting distracted by other shows mm. like Miss Marvel and um, The Boys. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Rob, do you have a question?
0: Yeah. What did you do this week?
1: oh Oh, I'll tell you. What a good question. Thank you so much. See, that's why we have you on the show. Um, uh, the aforementioned The Boys. I just wrapped up finishing the new season of The Boys, which was really, really fun and uh, finished wrapping up the first season of Ms. Marvel, which was cute, <coughs> it was good. Are we uh, I wasn't uh, speaking blown about by that by it. en masse?
2: Hmm? Are we speaking about Ms. Marvel en masse? Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Continue yeah, speaking. You guys <laughs> you you no. just watched shit for the show. No, we weren't planning on talking about it. No, JD, I suppose that was a completely unnecessary question. But we had been—we talked about speaking about Ms. Marvel as one of the segments, and then when you were mentioning it as your thing that you did this week, I was like, "What's happening? Where's my compobulation? I'm without it."
1: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I finished up those shows, and uh, i i, bu- I got—I I bought video games. Cool. Uh, would you get? I was really excited. There's, well, being on the cusp of uh, of the zeitgeist of the time, I. Bought Friday the 13th on Switch. Okay. Uh, it's a Friday the 13th Switch game, and um, it seems to be. I, I heard that it was like, oh, it's like Dead by Daylight. It's Dead by Daylight, but with Friday the 13th, uh, or with Jason. And uh, <laughs> uh, Friday the 13th Voorhees is his name. And. Uh, <laughs> Does it take so place on that really day, excited. even? Is one, it? One of them did. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and so, anyway, I got the game. And I was super excited about it. And I even told Noel, I'm like, No, buy this game so we can play it. And then I went online, nobody's there. Aww. It is com- it is a fucking ghost town. No, not even any tumbleweeds. Uh, I went in there to like play, and there's literally nobody. Oh. So it was just me, me there by myself. Aww. What are they um, doing?
2: Why didn't they? I don't know. Oh. I guess
1: they're playing Dead by Daylight. So then I went and bought Dead by Daylight. Oh. And that actually has some people that are out playing. So I'm able to play that a little bit more. And I picked up the Evil Dead game for PS4. And I haven't even cracked that open yet, but I'm excited about it because I love me some um, Evil Dead. And so yeah. Uh, You know what I just bought for the Switch?
0: uh, I just bought the uh, Grand Theft Auto trilogy, which is Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas all on one little cartridge. So Even though the graphics kidding. are blocky as shit, wow, those games were fun. And it's been exactly oh, yeah. that came out twenty years ago, kids. Oh. Grand Theft was the was already. Yeah. It was already out for a the few ori- years. Well no, the original the original Grand Theft Auto came out in nineteen ninety seven. It was an isometric top down game yeah yeah oh was, three was like the big one three was the first yeah, one where the, you came I into gotcha. the 3d world yeah. oh i see okay. 20 yeah, man, i used to love that shit 20 years mm. old mm. Mm. i know i know you. i just I, I i'm sitting there like why is this so blocky oh because it's 20 years old yeah
1: yeah uh robert Monroe jr says has anyone watched rrr on netflix wow or maybe it was wow. Uh, I think it's the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon of Bollywood movies. I really like I Crouching not, Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I have not seen. Is it just pronounced R R R? That's how I pronounce it.
2: You should do it like that, JD. You can really tell a guy by how he pronounces his or R R or There's so much to know. Yeah could be anything
1: uh, so no none of us have watched it, no. uh, it I didn't been, even know that it existed it's blowing up all over my Facebook though I'm constantly seeing pictures is it? Uh, of people sharing uh, apparently it's wonderful this is mm-hmm, the first so.
2: this is the first that I've heard of it is no. this no. You, you all saw it that was the first I've heard of it um, no. do you know there's a prequel or a sequel sequel to crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon on Netflix?
1: No. that i have Wait, known about yes, for several years I I
2: and still haven't watched it i think it's by it's a different a person hmm. oh it's a series oh that i didn't know but it's based yeah, on it's they're based on books and crouching tiger hidden dragon is like the middle of the of the story oh, wow yeah hmm.
1: the I first no one idea. is all about
2: the war that they were in that Limu Bai is uh you know references in the movie yeah. i think that's like a whole story of its own i assume
1: Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, it's kind of cool.
2: He was going to do a prequel when he was doing the Hulk. Ungly, there was talk of him doing a prequel to *Crashing Iron Dragon*, and then the Hulk did what the Hulk did. And I've always wondered if that's why he did not make another like action movie. Yeah, that could have been awesome. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, that would have been great. Could have been great. You would
1: think though, after making the Hulk, he would go back to you know the thing that went well yeah. well he then did I
2: think Brokeback Mountain was, oh, was right that after you? that Yeah, uh, well. I think so and it's a much a more you know Crouching Tiger yeah. Hidden Dragon is action but it's very thoughtful
1: yeah.
0: very yeah. character driven he did sort the of um, thing. he did the ice storm too right oh I don't know that, that was a good one yeah
1: that's where I first found out what a key party is. Oh, really? Oh, is we right? didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. To this day, I've wanted to. I wanted to go. to <laughs> a key party? <laughs>
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotta have lots of. <laughs> gotta have lots of fun. Do.
1: Um. All right. Let's move on. So, uh, what are we gonna talk about? We're here to talk about the many deaths of Layla Starr. Mm. And that is a. Would you call it a graphic novel? I it's would a trade paperback.
2: call it a trade paperback. You know, I mean, are all trade paperbacks, graphic novels, well, that, are, that tell a continuous story, you know, regardless of how they were originally published? Mm. Um, there are serialized books now that have been published in book form for many, many years that I totally forget were, like, you know, you don't think of as having been serialized back mm. in the yeah. 40s or 50s or whatever.
1: Any whomst. Any whomst. Many deaths of Layla Starr. By Ram V and Philippe Andrade. And this is a Boom Studios joint. And this is, uh, it keeps being out of print. It keeps going out of print. And it's been difficult to get a hold of. But it's finally back in print. And we actually just did it for our uh, store book club last week. Mm So um, uh, we're going to talk about it here on the show. Because why not? Uh, Humanity is on the verge of discovering immortality. As a result, the avatar of death is cast down to Earth to live a mortal life in Mumbai as 20-something Layla Star, Struggling with her newfound mortality, Layla has found a way to be dropped in the time and place where the creator of immortality will be born. Mm. Will Layla take her chance to stop mankind from permanently altering the cycle of life, or mm. will death really become... Thing of the Past, mm-hmm. a powerful new graphic novel from award-winning writer Ram V of These Savage Shores and Swamp Thing, and lauded illustrator Philippe Andrade, Captain Marvel, that explores the fine line between living and dying through the lens of magical realism. So, my first thought was death from Neil Gaiman's Sandman, mm-hmm. yeah. um, who is a physical embodiment of, of you know, a being... Mm -hmm. that takes over a girl's body and uses it to reconnect with humanity. Well, that's kind of how I look at it.
2: Death does not do that. She doesn't take over anyone's body.
0: Yeah. She's just, she just is a girl.
2: Yeah. No. So are you thinking of death, time of your life, the like individual, right. She, every hundred years, I believe takes on a physical, like a mortal form reminiscent yeah. of her of her how you normally see her but it's not a pre-existing person yes it is i don't think so um
1: they, yeah because people no, okay
2: well whatever but um but it, it is here in this one yeah um, it is here yes. yeah yeah <laughs>
1: yeah i thought i remembered death even visiting the family of the girl whose body she took
2: maybe i'm misremembering it maybe uh, I am. yeah yeah
1: I Maybe I have it. You are both wrong. Is um, that possible? But anyway, all right. Let's start. We're gonna we're gonna do our uh, our initial uh, thoughts, and then we'll do we'll get a little deeper into it. Brian, yes. Give us your initial thoughts on the many deaths of Layla Star. I uh,
2: was really into a lot of this book. I really like how the story is told. Um, I like the. The pace and feeling that V gives to um, to the way that he, there's almost a laconic quality to the narration. You know, there's a very serene kind of feeling throughout the book, um, and I think that that is also supported by the art. This magical realism is really supported by the extended or exaggerated figures. Um, and the color palette is fantastic for that feeling too. It gives you this kind of dreamy sort of, again, magical realism kind of quality to this world, this, um, different sort of sense. Uh, and the way that she sort of pops into this other character's life and you get these really years long gaps in between those things, um, gives this kind of ephemeral and removed feeling, to uh, to her experience and to the story itself. Um, uh, I also really like how they render the uh, mythological stuff when you see it. Yeah. Um, although yeah. it's not that often, but the whole book has a quality of that in a way. Um, and uh, yeah, so those are my initial thoughts. I am intentionally not commenting on what I think of the end, the culmination of the story. I figure we'll get to that.
1: We'll get to that in spoilers, yeah. 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 Um, I go go, but die.
0: Rob, you go. <laughs> is that my is that my name in JD language? <laughs> it's nice um, to be the translator. So you thought Neil Gaiman's death. I immediately thought of two things. One was Day Tripper by Gabriel yes, Ba and yes. Fabio yes. Moon. So this just kept giving me all those vibes from yes. story to illustration, just that serenity. Feeling that you felt, Brian, as well from mm. it. Uh, the other thing that came to mind was, and I guess I'll begin at the beginning was the movie "Defending Your Life" because I love when the uh. I love when the afterlife is corporatized, where they've got like a hierarchical <laughs> structure to it, and it's you know there's a boss, there's a CEO, God, and you know everybody kind of works under him and the managerial structure. I've just spent too much time in corporate America, I guess. I just need to see that reflection in my art of my own life.
2: Yeah, would you like that if that's
0: how it was? <laughs> you know, I like think I you, would. I think I would, you would find be into a, that. Okay. <laughs> I would find a calm and a serenity from okay. it. Yes, maybe so, that's how know. it will appear to you. Maybe, yeah. maybe if I'm yeah. lucky enough. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean this was just wonderful from start to finish. I mean this is where comics truly excel with original storytelling. Even though we're saying it's borrowed from other elements. Um, right, you know, and
2: the way the stories are reminiscent.
0: Yeah. Right, but it's just you know, every moment of this was just, and I, you know, Brian, you said because I wasn't sure if I should come on tonight because I didn't read it, and Brian, you said, you know, it's an easy hour and a half read, and you were right yeah, on the it mind. Was easy. It was, yeah, yeah, it was. It was just. It wasn't too arduous. Mm-hmm. It was just. Yeah,
2: I was surprised when I got finished. I, you know, getting towards the end, I was like, oh, that was right. so, that was yeah. so, that was so swift. You know, the way that I. Uh, just was carried through
0: it and it's cleverly packaged I mean it it's got the perfect chapter breaks this is how serialized mm-hmm. comics should be done right I mean we you know we, yeah. we we hem and we haw about not enough story not enough exposition that you know we're done with the first issue and it's like I just don't know enough to draw myself further mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this I knew enough to keep going yeah. right it was a complete yeah. story in every one of the issues
2: yeah. And and a, unique to this kind of story, the way that to this particular story, the way that it jumps with every issue, right? It's something that works mm-hmm. perfectly in periodical. I would assume, but also seems natural in a collected form, right? There's a story reason well, for each chapter to be its own thing.
0: And I and I just think that's wonderful how Ramvee has done it because it's basically. Layla has an arc every issue but the whole mm-hmm. culmination is the story Darius' life mm-hmm right so I mean it's you know you can you have that you have the life within a life
2: mm. uh, and their intersections yeah What would you think Kitty? yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I thought that this was beautiful
2: yeah
1: I had some logistical questions oh but Overall, as soon, as soon as I saw the, the cover, mm-hmm. I said, oh, I want to I read that. Yeah, it's I, very evocative. I'm, I'm, yeah. Immediately draws my attention. The color palette, when I flip through it, is right up my alley. Mm-hmm. I love these pinks and these blues and the gradients that are going on, the greens. So many beautiful colors. I'm just a sucker for this sort of neon um, color palette. Mm-hmm. So just the artwork, the coloring... Everything, uh, I knew i knew that this was something that I was going to be interested in. And the story was surprisingly lovely mm. and beautiful and inventive at parts. Mm. Uh, I think that the end left me a little bit cold. Mm-hmm. And again, my logistical questions that I won't spoil just yet. But overall, a beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. I, I would have actually not minded more issues of it. If it was like an issue or two longer, I'd have been okay with that. Um, But yeah, this was, I would recommend this to most people. I Mm -hmm. think it's uh, very well done. I think it deals with heady materials in a thoughtful way. Um, I I like the, you know, we're talking about life and death and what it means to live and what it means to die. Um, And um, all those sorts of big questions. So uh, yeah, I thought this was really, really nice. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, let's. All right. So, every, would everyone here recommend the, this this book?
0: I would recommend this book to most people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, not Great. not, okay, not cool. to your cape and spandex crowd, obviously. But no, no. no. Yeah.
2: But anyone wearing regular clothes, just recommend them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you see someone in a t shirt or a kilt? A I, would, skirt? I would I I wouldn't, yeah.
2: I wouldn't bring it to a
0: key party. i would
2: yeah i would probably not but maybe you could do the same thing with like a graphic novel party and then you get the graphic novel too
1: yeah you leave your keys and you leave all of your keys in a Mm -hmm. bowl and then whichever key you pick up you get that person's graphic Graphic novel novel.
2: i was thinking
0: and you fuck it
2: yeah okay that's not what i was thinking my
0: chafe but okay
2: yeah but, uh, you know, you do your thing with, you have a lot of graphic novels, so you could just do it. I, yeah. Yeah. No, I thought you would bring the graphic novel and then whosoever it is, you go home with them. You have sex with them, the person. Oh, oh.
1: And you also not, keep wait, the graphic not, novel. You don't have sex with the graphic novel, yeah. you have sex with the human.
2: I'm going to say what's expected that's is that you don't. That's probably way more comfortable. But well, you, don't, you, you, you don't, can, you don't, if read the two the, of you want to have sex with your graphic novels too, that's the thing you can do.
0: So, you don't read the person and fuck the graphic novel.
2: Is the person readable? Because that's an option. If, if they're They read a lot of tattoos. on how many tattoos yeah, right. they have. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. even one. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, so, all right. We all recommend this book. Yeah. Uh, the Many Deaths of Layla Star came out in 2022. I want to say it's like sixteen ninety nine. dollars 99 Go your you local it? comic shop. JD, Contact it's me. 14
2: A bargain Ooh. at $2 dollars less than you primed them to believe it was.
1: Well, that's how it's I actually It actually is a really good
2: price. $14.99 for this yeah. book? That's a great. Oh, it's yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: and if you want a copy, hit me up and I'll mail it to you. Mm. I mean, if you pay me. Um, so, all right. Let's get into spoilers. Yeah. The, the thing, the, the logistical question I had was, she is death mm-hmm. yeah. and she is uh, in the afterlife and she, uh, she gets fired because mm-hmm. someone is yeah. being born who will wipe out Death, mm-hmm. um, or you know, the, the need to die, mm-hmm. and so she is fired. Then, mm-hmm. but there is still many, many, many years ahead.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: With people dying, right?
2: Now, but, I I agree with that too. That makes sense, including herself. I can what
1: yeah, including herself, including yeah. herself.
2: Yeah, um, that I I agree with that, and it makes sense. I can. Stretch to accommodate the idea that like these are divine beings. It's about to happen now for us, but maybe they don't say anything like this. But like you know, their relationship with this plane is different, and so yeah. maybe it's like now that this person is born, you it's all taken care of or whatever, right? Um, I I'm, I'm okay with that. What the uh the ending leaves me wondering why that would be necessary right um there's a hint there's a hint at one point I think towards the end where you see the the pantheon again and yeah. one of the goddesses is saying uh you know she's always been gunning for my quarter office corner office yeah. and i I'm guessing that's Shiva who
1: oh no that's taxes
2: oh is that taxes yeah, okay. Taxes. Yeah so yeah I was thinking like maybe there were other people who were kind of doing her job um, yeah. uh, that's cool I, I missed that did they did they introduce her early on taxes yes well, okay. they, I don't
1: think we see her but we do they reference we Do hear her. about death and taxes yeah
2: I, I know that we they referenced her I was the reason I was thinking Shiva is because she's like occupies a similar role is my understanding and would be above death so might not have been having got rid of but hmm. you're Read on it makes uh is much more likely. Um,
1: uh, my my I thought maybe because they say we're downsizing, mm-hmm. so maybe she is ah uh, death, but There's not death. Like there is a bunch of deaths. It could be. I just, really got the impression that she is
2: death. You know, right?
1: You would think
2: immortality is coming. We don't need death. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, um, and that that in really. Order for,
1: in order to make this story work in my head, though, I had to go. Well, maybe maybe there's many deaths. And yeah, it's just no. the first one to get laid off. You know?
2: Maybe, but then the fact that she and Prana life are like enjoy this particular relationship, it really seems like she's the only one. And I think, like, I get you got to make it work. Like, how can this work? And I think, I just. Uh, Allowed it to work, you know what I mean, without a uh, without a resolution. But some resolution would have been cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, oh, but talk. And the other thing was the ending. Yeah. What do you think about that? The I, I I don't mind that sort of ending. Mm-hmm. But it you know, also felt a little bit like the writer was. It felt a little bit like a cop out.
2: No. What do you mean by that sort end- of ending? Would, the, yeah. the
1: ending meaning, um, oh, this guy had the cure to death mm-hmm. – Did it? he did it decades ago by mm-hmm. the end of his life. Um, he had done it decades ago and he put it in a shoebox and he put it in his closet and he decided not to use it for whatever reason. And then at the end, we see the shoebox um, and I believe it's on the beach and it's floating away. And the narrator says – that, oh, isn't that... That's okay sometimes. Sometimes you don't get answers and sometimes that's just the way it is and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So it's like... I think the ending by itself would be fine, but the writer telling us about the ending on top of that mm-hmm. felt a little much. And it made me go, ah, jeez. So it didn't make me dislike the story. I still think it's a beautiful, lovely story. And it doesn't really cast a huge shadow over the thing for me, but it's just one of those little like... Ah, you are almost there, and I just that tiny that last page. I was like, "Nah."
0: It could fine. it could have ended for me when they were on the beach together. Yeah. So if yeah, you go if you flip back a page or two. It's it's when he's talking about it, why he didn't you know let the immortality drug, whatever it is, get cast yeah, yeah. into the world because this is you know death is part of life. It's you can't yeah separate the two and truly appreciate life without death that's where it could they should have just cut it there
1: yeah and so now. we get the the box with stuff in it that we don't know what it is and the writer says who is to say exactly how things end if there is one thing we have learned it is that life's endings are bereft of answers was darius shaw truly visited by death in his last days did that mean Layla star had her job back Or did life resign itself to death? And did Layla and Prana set out to new beginnings on a beach somewhere in Goa? And it just keeps going. Um, uh, Man, look at that art. It's a
0: a very Sopranos ending where it's letting you make the decision of, you know, did Tony get shot or not? Right. It's a Sopranos ending.
1: Yeah, it would be like that. If uh the creator of the Sopranos had a voiceover yeah. explaining all of that to yeah. him, <laughs> you did, know what I mean? Did
0: Tony die? I like to think did that, that Tony bo- die? I think that box went out to sea, ended up floating down the Schuylkill River, and uh Merck got a hold of it. And no. now it was, oh, and so
1: now everyone has it. Now yeah. everybody has it, yeah.
0: Now I thought uh, I had
2: related but but different issues with the ending. Um that similarly did not detract from me liking this story a lot, you know, overall that I had hoped for the thing, the the big thing to happen, right? Where they're like, Hey, you're fired because immortality is going to be in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's why we don't need death anymore. So I wanted to see that. You know, I wanted to see, oh, the world has changed greatly and she is in a new role or she's doing whatever she's doing at the end of the story. Um, I took the ending. I I normally, I'm kind of tired of ambiguous endings and I have been for some time as well. I'm like, finish your story. Tell me (laughs) what happened. Um, I didn't get that sense with this one, though. Um, My sense was that they were like, no, nope, he didn't. He didn't do the immortality, but she put it by the water, and the water was said before to have absorbed the memory of all things that's put mm. into it, and so maybe that's how it goes out into the world, right? Um, oh,
1: I didn't. Yeah,
0: I didn't even Yeah.
1: Wow. I was kid, I was
0: I was kidding about the merc thing. Like I didn't. You know, I, I didn't didn't assume.
1: That's
2: <laughs> but oh, yeah. Shit. Huh. So I thought Thanks, that that was nice pretty catch, cool. Right? Thank you. Yeah. Um, what, what,
0: what, I, what I liked most about it, and I guess the ending aside, was he would not have created this cure, this immortality, if not for Layla Stark being there. Right. So kind it's of like integral. A, it's, it's a causality. Yeah. Yeah. It's a causality. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I do always like those types of stories, though. Yeah. 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 The chicken and the egg sort
2: yeah. of stories. I love those. Yeah. yeah. Oedipus Rex. That kind of thing. Yeah. Right.
1: Had I will t- agree with you Even though I don't know What you mean key, Rex Where he,
2: uh, <laughs> What's that? The key, key party? party Yeah, yeah. yeah. Key par- <laughs> See
1: <laughs> As long as it comes back it's To a, a key, key party, party
2: I get it Yeah uh, It does You don't need to read it It's uh, That's about it No it's the one With the, the guy With the Sphinx And he uh, Accidentally kills his dad Some other yeah. stuff happens Fucks his mom uh,
1: guy, He yeah. his mom yeah. And then blinds his sure Oh so. classic
2: Classic And then there's Two more yeah. stories with him You get to hang out With him for Two more tales where he becomes a wise man, very upset about what he has done.
0: It's the Rex, it's the Rex Strikes Back.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rex Strikes Back, <laughs> they called it. Inventing the, the word of, the in right. ancient Greek just then to then, have, yeah, the end <laughs> strikes him back. And they were and like, it's going to be awesome one day.
0: And, and then Return of the Rex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, the Return of the Rex where he comes
2: back and he's twice as tall as he ever was. <laughs> man, I loved him. <laughs> oh, he it.
1: I love this this uh, image on the left here in the blue. I didn't realize this the first time, but she's dead, mm-hmm. and there is a chalk outline of her. But it's also got the her arms. other the arms. Six arms, y- you know. So cool!
2: I didn't notice that until you were just pointing it out. But I was about to mention a time in the book where she's like sitting in a chair. I think it's in the last issue, talking to Darius, and yeah. she's moving her arms. And it's drawn with her having six arms.
0: Oh,
2: I see uh, which I thought was a cool, a cool touch.
0: I'm
1: looking. Keep talking.
2: Uh, so, yeah, I think the story again. The other thing at the end that made me think that it was a little less ambiguous was when they asked the question: "Was Darius Shaw truly visited by death in his last days?" I thought the answer was yes. You know yeah. what I mean? We have been shown that that is the case. And literally. so it, it was literally. Yeah, yeah. It makes that a certainty to me. Um, and so it makes the other things a little less ambiguous just by mm-hmm. association with that.
1: That's um, a good point. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. she is. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought, Oh, and she's blue, too. Yeah. Which is traditionally the color of Shiva, I believe. Yeah.
1: Um. Oh. Some of the other cool things about this series, I love that we get um, personifications of inanimate objects, like the cigarette issue. They have spirits,
2: the house, the
1: The the, the Chinese, the temple. uh, temple.
2: Yeah. 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 So cool. Yeah, it is cool. And and they, you know, the cigarette, because it was deaths and had been kissed Mm -hmm. by death. And then the temple, I think, just because of the like feeling and spirit. They were put into it by the
0: people. I like that kind of idea. You it's know? like she got. It's like she got her own little BB-8 every issue. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah the <laughs> yeah. first issue, she. I kind of expected that little ghost girl to stick around. I did too. You
2: know, it's funny. I totally forgot about her by the end of the of the book. But yeah, yeah I did expect her to stick around too.
1: Um, I also like that she. I, you know, I didn't really piece it together until the um, character. Slams the table And You know Explains that Layla Starr Only shows up When somebody Really important to him Dies Oh yeah 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 Yeah. And he kind of Blames her For it Which also
2: It's not like She's showing up That we know of Because that's happening Like Right It doesn't
1: seem conscious Does it?
2: No She just She wakes up When she wakes up Is it you know, is it association with her uh, or is it just coincidental? You know, well, it, she's made me, there it, at, and,
0: it made me feel once again, there's the strings being pulled at a higher level, right. To mm, create the mm-hmm. whole immortality thing. Cause why right. does she, why does she wake up in those intervals? Cause it's like eight years, it's 16 years, right. it's
2: right 30 years. And it's, it's mentioned that I like it, pran or prana uh, that she calls pran is, um, it's harder for him to do it every time. Like yeah. he's got to deal with more. You know, yeah. of, there's of more. Red, there's other... more red.
0: There's more red tape.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But it's interesting you say manipulated to pull the strings of for immortality, maybe. And although again, this is not in the book, JD. That could answer your and my question about why it happens to begin with, right? Right. They want this to happen, and death being put into a mortal body and running into this guy several times throughout his life is what will cause this to occur yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't consider that either but that that's entirely possible hmm.
2: yeah um, very cool yeah the chief panthe- the chief god of the pantheon uh, who I believe is Brahma um, is illustrated in a cool way too speaking of the people pulling the strings uh, mm-hmm. although I'm not even sure that he may make reference to other entities you know even larger I forget. That's a cool image. That's a cool cover with her on a ledge.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. There's a sort of face-like quality to uh, some of the ledge too. Oh, yeah. But I don't yeah. know. That could just be <laughs> something that happens. It's like in a it's lot a, of places. Yeah.
0: It's like a magic eye. If you relax your eye enough, you'll see a face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> know, those were cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, now, did you? Any- Rob and I had read Day Tripper. Brian, did you read Day Tripper?
2: No, I read the beginning of it for a show that we were doing. Um, yeah. And I think something happened with that show. And we either didn't do the show or I did finish it and we did do the show. And I don't mm-hmm. remember that. <laughs> um, we did, but we I,
1: did the show, I believe.
2: Yeah, maybe I yeah. wasn't there. I don't <laughs> know. I definitely read the beginning of it and I liked it a lot. And I didn't think of it, but I I completely agree with the comparison. I, I, I only
0: ended up stumbling across it because it was an interview opportunity when I was writing for Anna hmm. Cole. Hmm. They're like, yeah, do you, yeah want, do you want to interview these two guys? And they're like, but they don't speak English. And I'm like, are you sure you want me to be the one interviewing <laughs> them? They're like, we'll do a translator and that kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, fuck it. Oh. So to interview
1: them. That's, cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Um, it's great if you if you like these sorts of stories that deal with these questions of life and death and, and mm-hmm. existence. Uh, I think many deaths of Lay the star is very good. I think the time of your life and um, what was the other one? Uh,
2: you day trippers. High cost of, of living. Oh, death. High cost of living. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and day tripper, I think, are all excellent uh, excellent stories Both to check out.
2: Preceded by death, time of your life. If anyone is looking for it, for um, yeah, yeah, to in search engines or. Wherever or at JD's shop, he will Ooh, not respond yeah. if you call him up and say, "Can I have high cost of living?" He'll be like, no. "I don't know what you're talking about,
0: pal." Yeah. Huh? You know, sorry, noob. Yeah. <laughs> noob. Sorry. <laughs> yeah.
1: Talk about speaking of twenty years ago. <laughs> noob. Uh, do you guys have anything else you'd like to say about the many deaths of Layla Starr? No, I don't think so. I think
2: that uh, get up that on reads. it. Just Just go read it. it
1: it's phenomenal yeah. 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 yeah really really good yeah. really really well done highly recommend it definitely go check it out um that might do it for this week is there anything wait, else we want to touch wait, on JD, before we I, we
2: had talked about if somebody called you up that they could get something from you or request to buy something but why oh. is that how is that and are there other ways that people can give yeah. you oh. or the show money
1: yeah it's because I have a comic book store is that right? Destructo's Hero Complex located at 4327 Main Street in Philadelphia PA mm-hmm. um and if you can't make it down here, you can also help out the show by going to patreon.com slash Oh, You could do that if that's up your alley. Mm-hmm. There it is. It's up there on the screen, patreon.com slash mm-hmm. Uh Thank you to everybody who has uh, been patrons. It's lovely. It's wonderful. It helps us out. Thank you so much. Yeah. If you don't have any money, because most people don't, just uh, come hang out with us. Like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends. Yeah. Um, Comment on the be- show
2: while it's happening. Com- Write yes. us emails. It's fun. It's fun to Oh, yeah. You can email
1: us yeah. at JD's uh, – Or no, wait. That's my yeah. that's my business email. Uh, and questions email
2: at, like the one that we got earlier are awesome. Yeah. They're great to talk Cult about. Yeah.
1: Coltpopgo at gmail.com. You can email us. Um, also, because of the new format of the show, you can find out what we're going to be talking about in the next couple of weeks. And if you want to read the book ahead of time so that you can talk about it with us uh, mm-hmm. on the, in the comments, do so. Uh, so – I'm pretty sure, Brian. Correct me if I'm wrong. Next week we're going to be talking about a movie. That's right. So we're going to be talking about Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, mm-hmm. um, the new A twenty four film uh, starring Michelle Yeoh.
0: Is that streaming?
1: Yes, Not but yet. I think
2: you still have to pay like twenty bucks for it. Oh, oh yeah, bucks. it's streaming.
1: Yeah. yeah, you have to rent it. Yeah. Rent yeah, yeah. Okay. I I bought it on Blu ray because I liked it so much. Is that right? It's my favorite movie of the past like five years. I really wanted to
2: see it in the theaters and I didn't. Uh (laughs) And now I'm looking forward to seeing it on TV. Um, But uh, yeah, I really want to try and get that cinema type, like sit down and watch it kind of experience where you, you know what I mean? Where you just watch the whole movie play out. Not like sometimes when we're in our homes. Um,
1: I think the next book is going to be Superman, the son of Kal El. I think so. Volume one. I think you're right. So, yeah.
2: uh, and JD, another thing that they can uh, that they can share with us are suggestions for things, and we make mm-hmm. no promises oh. about that, right? Like yeah. we might not get to it, uh, we might have already seen it or whatever, but we yeah. really would like to hear the suggestions, and if it's something oh my God, that yes. intrigues us, then we'll talk about it. And we'll talk about you having told us about it, and that will be very satisfying for
0: you. And take note, take, <laughs> take note, Christopher, you can suggest, but they might not do it. That is for Christopher, yes. It's possible. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: if there's a movie you want us to talk about, or if there's a graphic novel you want us to talk about, please absolutely mm-hmm. let us know. Because mm-hmm. uh, we, we, we're, we're hungry for your love.
2: Yeah, yeah. So. Very much. Uh,
1: All right. Now Uh, wait, Katie. Now hang on a
2: second, because earlier in the show, you may recall, you were talking about what you were up to this week. You mentioned you watch Ms. Marvel, and I said, "Hey, we're going to talk about that, right?" And you assured me
1: (laughs) that that I made no assurances.
2: (laughs) I think we need to go back to the beginning of the episode, but (laughs) let's say I took it as an assurance. I felt comforted. And yeah. <laughs> now, now I don't know what's happening again. If I, if I, if I'm I remember, without combobulation once more.
0: If I remember the risk, of the list correctly, the boys was also on there.
2: Yeah, but I haven't seen that. Oh, well,
0: but man, I'm willing to
2: okay. participate right. in the discussion. We're going to take
1: five minutes. Five minutes. Five
2: minutes. Five minutes. Here we'll we talk
1: go. About Miss Marvel. And okay. Go ahead.
2: Well, not the boys. Okay. Just Miss Marvel. I thought it was pretty cool, Miss Marvel. Didn't see the boys. Um, it was good. I feel like I'm on a five minute long thunder round. We no, no, no! Have...
1: It's not only for you. Just uh, the whole conversation will take.
2: We'll close. see if you can That's get a word in edgewise. Now, <laughs> there we go. The, um, no, I, uh, <laughs> I liked it. I felt like each episode there was a lot of stuff about her and her family life. I thought it was enjoyable. I really enjoyed watching her. I was uh, <laughs> upset at the parts. Of railing against your parents That uh, that I was supposed to be By the story um, And I thought that all played out pretty cool If anything, every time I thought it was Ramping up, it didn't Until the end Like it, it, Superhero story wise You know, whatever was going on with that stuff And then the last episode And, and uh, the one before that It did get into that a little bit more um, And uh, Yeah, I liked it it was, it was fun. I liked the little tease at the end, even though it has... I mean, it has nothing to do with the story, but it was cool for... Oh, the two teases. The, are, are we spoiling the teases? Sure. We're, we're here. spoiling the teases. Uh, they played a little bit of the X-Men theme when they mentioned that she had some sort of mutation, yep. and that's why uh, she could do what she could do, and the other people in her family weren't uh, able to do those things. Um I read a little bit after that that even though she is an inhuman in the comics, you know, they did that because Marvel didn't own the film rights to mutants at, the, at that time. Right. And so they had a, the inhumans pop up around the world who are very much like mutants. It was the same, bulls- was like the same bullshit
0: that they did with, did with the X-Men, right, where they were trying to kill off all the X-Men. They had all the X-Men dying mm. from some disease that only affected them. But right, the and mists went full billy all over the world, and yeah,
2: starting now you've got new people with powers that wow. have powers because of their because genetics the myths. Yeah. and are called inhumans. Right, and but apparently, G Willow Wilson and the other creator originally wanted her to be a mutant, and then yeah. couldn't do that. Like in the very early stages of talking about it, I read, um, and then couldn't do that. So it's interesting to see it twist again. Like there is another corporate reason. For her character being what she is, yeah. and but this time it's mutant instead of inhuman because they're bringing in the mutants and inhumans as a TV show did not do
0: well. Yes, and because Disney can make money off it now, so it's exactly allowed.
2: now they can yeah. do that. So and they're going to make more money off X Men than they are in inhumans. Oh yeah, for sure. So you know, um, and then it freed Anson Mount up to be Captain Pike. So that's great. Yeah, um,
1: I do. Th- I think that. Having this new version of Miss Marvel mm-hmm. that is this different from the comic books doesn't bother me as much as it does a bunch of people online who are like, mm-hmm. "I'm not even going to watch it. She's too different." Just the and powers
2: difference, it? you
1: mean? And usually it comes from people who didn't care about her to begin with. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, I do wonder, like the fact that she's now a mutant and not an Inhuman, and she doesn't have embiggening powers. You know, she's you know she's not a
0: she am she big little she am big into little
1: it was was it was a cute way to do it yeah um, but her powers are different um, her origins different and she's a mutant instead of an inhuman I just as a comic book store owner I do feel like people coming in mm. would grab the comic book and be like wait what
0: right. this is right. so
1: different yeah um, now you could hold we'll that,
2: right her characterization maybe is similar enough. That people would still enjoy it with a little preamble like, hey, she can do somewhat similar things in effect, even though they look very different and come from a different source. I, as I think we've discussed before, really enjoyed the switch because Mm -hmm. energy powers seem much more Marvel moniker than growing and stretching and embiggening powers, you know? Absolutely. And does
0: does that make her too close to Mr. Fantastic, right?
2: And that's another thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And with Mr. Fantastic, it's great. I love it. And he's also got the super intelligence, but yeah. Um, I think there's two great reasons to have her have slightly different abilities that can still mimic looks. If they ever want to do a cool recreation of a thing that she does in the comics, she can still kind of do it with her powers. You know, she can form out of this light stuff. Uh, this these constructs, um, and, and the bangle, they mentioned that there was a second bangle, right, in the mm-hmm. show. And we didn't see a second bangle in this. And uh, that may be coming up in Marvel's, the upcoming movie. No. But you certainly expect there to be two of these Marvel-empowering wristbands um, that are, you know, maybe this universe's answer to the negabands or quantum bands or what have you.
1: I thought that was really cool. Mm -hmm. The the very, very end with um, Carol Danvers showing up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it made me think of the Negabands from Yeah, yeah, Very cool. Uh, Rob, what did you think of the show?
0: What Brian said. Cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was phenomenal. The only thing that pulled me out was the very beginning because they don't do driving tests on the road in New Jersey.
2: (laughs) Okay. Good, Um, okay. Maybe things changed with all of the Avengers and whatever. They're like, you know what? We're going to do – we're doing driving tests. Let's
0: make the world more dangerous instead of a non-closed exactly. I mean, yeah. course. Yeah. Well, just, no. They're
2: like, look, we yeah. don't know what's going to happen. We cannot yeah. recreate the conditions of this world right now in a parking yeah. lot. You have to – maybe the Hulk will come by. You don't You're know. Right. you got to be ready. You're in. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. You know, one thing they lost from the first episode that I didn't miss but was very cool was the heavy – um illustration to tell the story yeah,
1: i wanted that i wanted
0: more of it yeah it went away quickly. Yeah, it went episode. away really quickly yeah
2: i think they felt like they needed it because the whole first episode she doesn't have any abilities and there's no real connection to those abilities yet Yeah, you know yeah. the whole story the first episode is just like a teen drama about a girl who really loves the superheroes in general yeah. um but uh, which never went away, which is cool, you know, um, something that J.D., you and I have talked about they could do with Barry Allen. Right. Yeah. Uh, because he's a Flash fan. That's why he called himself yeah. the Flash. And they never did that with yep. with him. You know, uh, yep. I don't know why. Like he's just super jazzed to be part of a superhero team and be a superhero yeah. uh, would make That's perfect what I sense liked about Barry. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, one of the many things I always liked about Barry. <laughs>
1: yeah sounds, sounds like um, a key a party superhero. to me hmm. well rob right real quick before
0: we split yeah. what did you think of the last season of the boys um i the boys keep surprising me every season yes. is just phenomenal like um yep. this one i would say is i feel like this one was a little bit slower simply because i love aya gash the one who played the nazi last season oh my
1: god like she was just, so good
0: I, have you watched um, uh, You're the Worst? Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's the first show she started on. She's phenomenal. Um, so I, I really like that season. This was a little bit predictable with the um, father-son, the Homelander, and the Patriot thing yeah. that was going on. It's, yeah. the, this, this ending left me a little flatter than season two did, um, the right. season finale. I do like that Starlighter is now part of the boys. I think that's good. And it's it's all very Soldier different. Boy. Soldier Boy, thank you. And it's all so different than the comic book. So I feel like it's yeah. it's referential, but I'm watching something entirely new. So the problem I have with watching a lot of superhero stuff is I know what's coming next in most cases Mm. this one it's taken such a departure because it's been 15 fucking years since the comic book was written um, that they're presenting new material to me so I I love that it's in the old wrapper but it's something it's a new story
1: this is one of those rare occasions that I think that the television show far um, is far superior to the comic book
2: yeah from what I I've heard, it takes the opposite point of view uh, as the as the comic, right? Like, it's championing kind of the opposite of it. And I haven't – I read like one issue of the comic and I haven't seen the show.
1: I don't but know I don't like, see what that means because no. both both the comic and the movie are, are – the, the comic and the show are about how shitty superheroes are. Yeah, My understanding
2: was uh, that this was more about how shitty this is. You know, like –
0: it's There's in a mo- no el- it's, it's more in a modern context, I
2: think. Okay, um, you know, with yeah, with, well, like with, I said, I haven't hom- read either one. That's just commentary that I had heard. Was that it's like same events, yeah, different perspective of what's cool.
0: Homelander, um, Homelander wasn't like a Trump, for instance, right? I mean, you did not yeah. have Homelander being basically Trump in the comic sure. books because Trump hadn't happened yet. Right. So he was a dick Superman, but the political overtones of it, as well as corporate control. I would say 15 Mm -hmm. years ago, we knew corporations manipulated things, but we didn't realize the extent to which they could do it really until the internet fully started to propagate. Mm -hmm. And you could see that, oh God, yes, every message is bought and paid for. Holy shit. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, which I guess had been happening for some time. Oh. It's been I mean, for some all time, of the, but
0: It's more public now. All of the
2: all of the bad guys in like eighties movies were corporate people who were out to, you know what I mean. But I, I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing at all. I think yeah. with the internet, it both became more ubiquitous and also became somewhat more
0: obvious. Yeah, um, and everybody, uh, yeah. and you can read articles about it every day. You know, it's there's right. Right. They're, even though they're manipulating everything, there's still articles out there about them manipulating everything. So okay, part so of
2: it, maybe because that way some people are mollified and pacified by feeling like they know what's going on, and that's enough for them. I, yeah. I'm wise to it, and I'm and it's if, okay. I'm not doing anything about it.
0: That's right. Right. Yeah. right. It is what it is. If I want to use this free thing called the internet, somebody's gonna be making money off of it. Oh no! I oh, didn't. That new statue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so why does this exist? Um, How did this
2: come to be? <laughs>
1: why? Why do you need a reason? What reason? So, do, what reason do you need? Why? I guess is, I really want the
2: story more than. <laughs> why is Thanos?
0: <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> I I love it so much. <laughs> what are,
0: what, are, what we, are we looking at? Uh, more uh, what, angles, do you, what do you get
1: sure. to take one of those home? Well, this is. Um, it is a statue. Of a thirst trap Thanos, uh, wearing knee-high boots, his helmet, and the Infinity Gauntlet, and yeah. golden a golden g-string.
0: Yeah. Um, Is that a he's reference to a? doing sort of a downward thing? facing
1: a downward facing dog yoga pose. It's a Black Widow pose. Uh, yeah. Ass, uh, face down, ass up, basically. Yeah. And it's yeah the best thing I've seen all week.
2: Is it, so this is not a reference to a particular pre-existing thing.
0: No, I don't think okay. so. That's not canon. That's oh no. Okay. That's not. Well, canon.
2: I mean, Rob, I I uh, I love to disagree with you that the uh, in the in the multiverse, which is now established, yeah, that's probably happening. You're right.
0: Right, <laughs> right now, somewhere, yeah. there, somewhere there's a Thanos key party going on.
2: I mean, it's likely, right? If everything that can be is, then that yep. is too. And I was going to say, I hate to disagree with you, but, you know, I really, in this case, I didn't. I really wanted no, I you had to be honest. Yeah. Um, oh, not it. that I love the fact that you were <laughs> so incredibly ignorant of the existence of this Thanos <laughs> in somewhere in the multiverse. Yeah. But I just love the ability to point it out.
0: <laughs> you know, I actually do think I saw it in one of the stars that they went through in Doctor Strange. Oh, sure. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Now yeah, you yeah. it. Was right after, 15, the, right after you mentioned World.
2: It. It was imprinted on my subconscious. I'm only yeah. now realizing it. But
0: yeah. yes, <laughs> it was right after painting <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you next week, uh, Monday Monday night at eight. No, yeah, nine, 9 p.m. Nine Monday night, probably at 9 or nine o five or whatever. Yeah. You know, nine o five ish. Nine o five. We will discuss what we've been checking out this week, this upcoming week, as mm-hmm. well as everything, everywhere, all at oh. once. Starting to show yo. Go rent it, buy it on Blu ray DVD, laser disc, what have mm-hmm. you, watch it and we'll even to somebody's we'll house here. that is watching it
2: if you yeah. can hear it too.
1: If you drive by someone's house and you know yeah. people watch they've got their windows open like idiots. Just stand yeah. there. Just, just stand cool. there. Just stand there and watch it. But get yeah. their
2: permission first. Don't be weird no. about it. And then just then stand outside and, Hide and in the peer bushes. in their window.
0: Hide in the bushes <laughs> and take your pants down and watch the movie
1: yeah yeah even if
2: it's at your Uh,
0: own home let's revise this
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no matter where you are just do it all right
0: guys all right love you bye
2: thanks so much for listening to spoiler alert check out all our shows including the cannibal horror cast Where we review classic and contemporary horror.
1: Oh, it's so spooky!
2: And gutter talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex
1: in (laughs) Nanyonk, (laughs) PA.